2: Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for joining me. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com, and we've got a free trial for you. So if you go to audibletrial.com slash sign up for that free trial, then go exploring. You know, check out the audiobooks, but also check out the other content that is there. The Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast continues to enjoy inclusion on lists of the best podcasts to listen to for things like small business, entrepreneurship, sales, marketing, social media, leadership. uh, And that's because of the guests. These are folks who have expertise in particular areas of business. And they join me for a conversation where they share that expertise with all of you. Today is no different. My guest today is Sandra Long. Sandra is a LinkedIn expert, consultant, author, and speaker. Her business-to-business sales leadership background includes territory sales rep, enterprise sales leader, and VP of sales. Her best-selling book is LinkedIn for Personal Branding, The Ultimate Guide, which I got to tell you, is a great book. She presented the first ever TEDx talk about LinkedIn in 2019. Sandra and her company, Post Road Consulting, focus 100% on LinkedIn education and thought leadership. Thanks so much for joining me today, Sandra.
0: Hi, Diane. I am psyched to be here. I am also a big fan of your book and <laughs> podcast, so I'm so delighted to have this conversation.
2: Well, thank you. I am, too. I mean, first of all, LinkedIn is one of my favorite subjects, and your book is one of my favorites. I've even learned things that um, to do with, with my LinkedIn presence, so kudos to you. Um, so I I want to start with asking you about if you could explain to the listeners what the value is of a personal brand on LinkedIn.
0: Well, yeah, that's a, that's the perfect place to start, Diane, because the whole the whole understanding the purpose of why we're even putting this effort into our presence and actually, you know, your LinkedIn presence is the perception that people often, you know. Develop of you, they 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 get their perception of you. They they build an impression based on what they see on LinkedIn. It's definitely changed over the years. Mm-hmm. In that now, when someone refers you, when they mention your name, when you email or talk to someone on the phone, it's very likely that they're going to look at your profile to either validate you. Or to learn more about you or to see, do I want to call her back? All of those kind of things. So it's hugely important in today's for today's professionals.
2: Okay. Now talk to me about um, uploading the resume for the profile, because I, I remember when that's what LinkedIn told people to do because it was easy, you know, so supposedly all of your information was on your resume, but what are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, I think that, you know, just the idea of either uploading a resume or copy and pasting a resume, oftentimes people think of LinkedIn as really an online resume. And it's just to me, that's a limited view, because when you come to LinkedIn, you're trying to learn more about the person and your resume is. Definitely your professional experience, but it's somewhat flat compared mm. to what LinkedIn can be or any kind of social platform. So you're able to bring out your personality. There's a visual element, definitely, uh, you know, the visual element, the content element that you don't have on your resume. And it's also, you know, you're writing in first person. It's friendly. You know, you're the way you position it. You know, you're able to. Uh, really position it to, you know, to focus on the the key audience or reader that you're interested in and it can be tied to your personal brand. So it's really so much deeper and more powerful than a resume is.
2: Yeah, it feels like it connects more with yeah. yes, right? exactly. whoever's reading. It. Yeah. if
0: you're if it's done right, it it, <laughs> it it can serve to connect and and sort of uh, inspire, I always tell my audiences and my readers and, and whatever, I always say, you want your LinkedIn profile to inspire and motivate people.
2: Ah, right? yes. Like that. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. So um, what are the essential, um, sorry, the word I'm trying to use is essential elements of that LinkedIn profile?
0: Okay, well, the, you know, the I'd say the first thing you're gonna notice is what's called the introduction card. That is the top of your profile. Ah. And so your headshot is there, your headline, a background banner. Also in that introduction card, you'll see a link to your Work experience. You'll see a link to your college. You know your uh, your college will be listed, and a link to your contact information. So all that is called the introduction card, and that is like the first impression, right? All of those things, and it's partly, you know, the headline is so key because you're positioning yourself with words, not just taking your title, and your headshot and your banner are bringing out the visual part. So that. That's important. But then after that, as soon as you start moving down the profile, there's very important sections. The about section is your personal essay and it used to be called the summary. I'm really glad they don't call it a summary anymore because people, you know, they used to think of it. They used to say, well, here's a summary and they they sort of repeat everything that's already in their profile and You know, to me, it's really, it's really your introduction essay, I think that I wish they would call it that rather than about but that's, Mm -hmm. it's so important because you are really using that to tell your story to, you know, to build, you know, that motivational aspect. um, And you know, create that impression. So it's really important. And then now, you know, we've had these special sections for many years, you know, you can add in publications and, you know, courses and all these other things, which are great certifications, volunteering. But my favorite, favorite new feature that we got last year, 2020, is called the featured section. So it's My favorite feature is called Featured. (laughs) How confusing (laughs) is that, right? But it's wonderful because you can feature a a piece of content, a video, a link to your website or a link to something that's important to you, a PDF, and it's very visible on your profile. So it's tremendous.
2: That is so great. Um, Shoot, I had a question for you. Oh, I know what it was. So so in the introductory essay section, Mm -hmm. is it is there value in adding media, you know, like adding an image, adding a video, that kind of thing?
0: Yeah, so you can, you know, the best place to add media is in the featured section.
2: Uh Aha, that
0: is the best place now you can still add media underneath certain parts of the profile and I used to you know you know under experience and education but I still believe that this new this new feature called featured is the most visible place so if you've if you've got a lot of content you might spread it around your profile but if you've just got one or two main things you definitely would want to use the featured area because it's it's much more visible And, you know, and by the way, Diane, there's, there's some new things that are coming on the profile that are not really rolled out yet. We're going to, we're going to have the opportunity to have a a video cover that is a 20 second video on the profile that's coming out, you know, it's rolling out now. So that's, there's some new stuff coming.
2: Wow. Yeah. It's sort of hard to keep up. Oh yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Just when you think you have it done, then they offer something new. Yes. Oh my goodness. Uh, and um i think i want to shift to the company page cuz this is a big question that that i get a lot uh, there's a couple questions involved with the company page but the first one i'm going to ask you is do you think everyone needs a linkedin company page
0: not everyone okay not you know definitely not everyone i would say though so i i think the where it becomes a questionable item for people is if they're like a solopreneur they're they're self-employed and you know because here's the thing most of your opportunity that you're going to get from linkedin is from what you do personally like hmm. your personal engagement you you know connecting with people commenting you know po- you know posting personally however i do believe that company page is hugely important i love company pages even for solopreneur so you know i think you know if you're if you're on the fence about it let me give you some reasons why you might want to consider it by adding a company page you will then have that logo on your profile and from your personal profile when you when the the person who's visiting your page clicks on your logo they will go over to your company page and that's your chance to have a description and visuals etc about your company page and certainly if you've got a team definitely you want to you want to get a company page because you're going to have the employees connected there you know so there's to me there's no question if you've got uh, a team and but if if you're even if you're a solo person if you have the time I think it's a great idea but I think your main energy is still around your personal profile but still have a company page
2: okay so then let's talk about posting okay okay so because this is another thing that trips people up what do you post from your personal and what do you post from your company
0: okay great question i mean so and there's there there could be some overlap but think okay. about it this way if i'm posting for myself personally sandra long i'm often giving my personal reflections or I'm putting in my opinion or my personal spin. I might be telling a personal story that's professionally connected, right? I might be talking about a book that I read and why I enjoyed it or something like that. Whereas on my company page, it's gonna be more about more specifically about the work that I do now off like I said there is some overlap so you have to kind of make the calls the other thing on a company page I'd be talking about my team you know what you know what's you know what's happening in the industry so some of that you would do in both both areas
2: okay yeah okay thank you because I think that's confusing for people too
0: and and um well you know Diane like a lot yeah. of, so one of the things I really believe in is when you really think about your content you really there's a lot of different you know really brainstorm it out i mean i love to do gratitude content meaning hmm. i am congratulating someone or i'm thanking. like I, i'm a big believer in that and so that is definitely most of the time under sandra long yeah. you know maybe i i maybe i gave a speech somewhere and i'll thank the audience the next day in a post right so that's yeah. clearly under my personal profile you know or maybe my friend just published a book that i'm going to say that i read the book and i recommend it that's a personal so those are those are definitely personal so you can think about those things very distinctly from the company the company is really going to be more about you know not that you're you're talking about your services but you talk more about the industry your team mm-hmm. it's just it's just a different slant on things i hope that helps a little bit better definitely
2: yeah it it definitely does and and are are the spotlight pages still there? And if so, what what do you do with those?
0: Yeah, so they they're not called spotlight; they're actually called showcase. Okay. And you know, so I, for small businesses, it's usually not a factor, right? It's okay. Showcase pages are typically for larger businesses that have a different you know different brands. Although they are, some small businesses do use them. It just depends on the application. Um, what's happening company pages are going to be bringing out product pages. So some c- company pages already have that. So there's question people are asking, well, do I need a showcase or a product? And, you know, so the product pages are going to be very exciting for companies to have, cause you'll be able to have a video and get recommendations. You know, years ago we had product listings on pages and they took it away. So everyone's pretty excited that that's coming back.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. I'm going to take a quick sponsor break and then I have some more questions for you. Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast is happy to be sponsored by audible.com. And I am guessing that you know that audible.com has thousands of audiobook titles to choose from, but you may not know about the other content. There are podcasts, there's Audible Originals, which the name pretty much implies. Audible is the only place you can get them. There's guided meditations and so much more. And for me, the cool thing is that you can get all of those things all in one place. So you don't have to switch platforms to go between different kinds of content. So head over to audibletrial.com slash sign up for a free trial of audible.com and then make sure that you really explore the content that is there. I think you are going to find, as I did, that it is tremendously valuable. There is just so much there for you to listen to and and in all different places and and different ways. Today, we are speaking with Sandra Long about LinkedIn and your personal brand. So Sandra, do you have a philosophy about how to operate LinkedIn um, effectively? You know,
0: I'm so happy you're asking me this question because I do and I, my philosophy and it's my quote or my mantra is be the friend first. And what I mean by that is, you know, I've I've seen people come on LinkedIn and then maybe they even spend a lot of time and create a fantastic profile. And then they sit back and say, well, why isn't this working for me? (laughs) you know, why isn't, why isn't somebody mentioning me or, you know, right, right. Why am I not getting the job or the, um, you know, so I believe the way that we can be most successful is be the friend first. So yes, you want to have a great profile, but by being the the friend, you are being the friend you wish you were, you know, that you had, right? So you're the one who is, you know, recognizing other people, showing gratitude, being as helpful as possible. And just by doing that is my philosophy on how to be successful. And I, you know, it's really the counter, the opposite of, you know, automated, I don't believe in these sales yeah. pitches that come in automated or, or even like the immediate, like connect and pitch, like all of those kind of things are very, totally counter to what I'm, what I believe in.
2: Yeah. And I am so with you. I, oh, I'm- I know you are.
0: I know you are. <laughs> I know that. I, I, your, your, your book and everything, I loved it.
2: Yeah. Thanks. I mean, I knew you and I are definitely, you know, on the same line here. People have got to stop doing that. And, you know, for me, it's, it's the same as, you know, you join a chamber of commerce if you don't go to the meetings and meet people and develop relationships with them. Then when your year is up, you can't ask the question, how come I didn't get anything from this?
0: It's it is the same thing. It's a hundred percent right. Going to that event or even like signing up for that that chamber or whatever the event is and then yeah. and then sitting in the corner and not yeah. going out and, and offering to help someone or like hello and uh yes. you know, and being interested in other people and all of that. Yes, hundred yeah. percent.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think people for some reason thought that being online was going to be different from being in person and it's not.
0: It really isn't. Yeah. And it trips people up because they're, yeah. you know, they, they, they're used to the, the real life. And then they think, well, online, I've, you know, I don't, I haven't got that figured out, but you're hundred percent right. It is yeah. the same thing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now let's talk about how should people be using it successfully for sales? Because as you mentioned, this connecting and pitching thing is horrible And, and doesn't work, Uh, you know, let's just put it where it is, but, but how should people use LinkedIn's for selling?
0: Okay. So let's think about the person we're trying to attract that prospect, Okay. that prospect and the, and the, the typical buyer today. and, And we're, you know, we're really all, we all wear buyer hats and we often wear seller hats. Right. But that prospect or buyer, why are they on LinkedIn? They're, they're there. To learn something, probably they're learning, yeah. they're building relationships, they're connecting. That's what they're doing, and so our opportunity as salespeople or business owners is to be engaged with those people at the right time, you know. And so you know you can be engaged by you know you're connecting, your messaging, you're commenting, you're posting, all of those things, because the today's you know today's prospect they care about they want to work with someone who has some expertise and typically they want to work with someone who's connected to their network, not some stranger who calls them on the phone that they've never, (laughs) or someone who sends them a message on LinkedIn that they don't, (laughs) they have no idea and starts, that's not what they want. They want to be, they want to be in the driver's seat and, you know, they're navigating around LinkedIn often, like I said, to learn and to, um, you know, enhance their network, and build relationships. So being a part of that journey is the key part. So you do that with content, you know, with commenting, um, with friendly messages that are focused on the on the buyer, and um, general engagement, and of course, referrals, I mean, you can absolutely be proactive in getting referrals, you know, you know, referring other people introducing other people, and also having other people introduce you to your ideal prospect. Because LinkedIn gives you, you know, it gives you the pathway. It gives you, you can see your second levels, your first levels. And if you're handling it very uh, nicely, there's no reason why you can't proactively be getting introductions from LinkedIn. You know,
2: that is my favorite thing about LinkedIn. This is what I tell people all the time, that the the, the relationships that you build then give you the opportunity to help people get in front of the people they want to get in front of, but it also helps you get in front of the people you want to get in front of.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I think you and I met through LinkedIn. I think I saw your posting, um, you know, somehow I saw your posting and I don't know if it was Debbie or what, I saw that. And then somehow we, from that, from a LinkedIn exchange, we ended up connecting, right? Exactly, right. Yeah.
2: Right, yeah, because yeah, right. So, so the other thing that I pull from that is that, you know, people want to know you're connected to um, their network, but also to other people who they trust and respect and are, or you can put them in front of who have valuable information. Like that's one of my favorite things.
0: Oh, I I think that's a great point. I love that. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Okay. So boy, I want to ask you about content, but I also want to ask you about messaging. So Let's start with messaging, because that's one of the places I think people are falling down. Uh, What is your advice for effective messaging? What would you suggest people do instead of what they are doing?
0: Yeah, so I am a big believer that you focus on the other, you you think about that other person more than you think about yourself. It kind of goes back to what we all learned from Dale Carnegie, right? You, yeah. you know, right, show interest in other people. Yeah. So how do you do that? Well, instead of messaging someone and saying, here's my link to my webinar, or here's my, you know, Calendly link, or here's my uh, <laughs> s- such and such to download. No, I mean, for, you can so easily do the research on people now with LinkedIn, right? We never had this as a tool before. So you can go on the person's profile. You can really look at them and see what do they care about? Where do they work? Where did, you know, what's their company about? And, you know, maybe there's a video you could watch. Maybe there's an article that they read, they wrote that you could read, or that maybe someone, maybe they're, if, if it's, say it's a VP of a company and you, you know, you can look at the CEO's, Uh, content. And then you can refer to that. I mean, show interest in the person and in their company and talk about that in your message versus here's my stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. and and maybe, you know, if you're interested in that company or that person, you can ask a question, you know, you can explain why you're interested and how you, you know, what you thought was valuable just because people will respond to, you know, like if someone, I get messages, if, if someone sends me a message and they, you know, they read my book or they, they, or maybe they saw an article or a post, I'm instantly, you know, mm-hmm. I'm interested. It's, I don't know if it's an ego thing, but I'm, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, they're interested in me. I'm <laughs> going to be more likely to respond versus yeah. if they're just writing about themselves. Makes sense. Right.
2: Yes, completely, completely. I do think there's this weird thing. People are being taught that the way they're supposed to show interest in someone is telling the person how they can solve a problem but they don't even know if the person has that problem.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's you, nuts. You, it is nuts to some of the messages. And, you know, right, I, I've, yeah, all these messages are ridiculous, but it, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about authentically researching Yes. and having something meaningful and relevant to that right. person that they care about.
2: Yeah, yeah, right, I, there, there really is. A difference and i i think when we're authentic and we're genuine people see that like they get it they can feel it they hear it in our messaging it, it makes all the difference in the world
0: well yeah and and the other thing too is i you know i don't do a lot of cold messaging i i don't i mean i i would look before i did something like that i would look for introduction opportunities i mean yeah. that's that's the first because a warm introduction it, right is always going to be the best so then so this this cold the cold messaging would really be a fallback for me.
2: Yeah, me too. It seems like everyone's using that as their first line, but I'm so with you on that. It would be secondary for me as well. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say that LinkedIn is becoming too much like Facebook. Do you agree with that? What's your opinion on that?
0: well I, I I definitely hear that from people that have been on the platform for a long time, like myself. I've been yeah. on it for a long time. and uh, you know what's really happened is that people are having different kind of conversations on LinkedIn much different than they used to. And I think it's definitely become more personal, more authentic and there's there's good and bad and I've seen I've seen the, a pretty wide gamut of that. And I think for each of us, we have to decide, where do we draw the line in terms of how personal? Now, I my I myself believe that it is good to have a thread of your personality, what you care about, your values, a personal story. I, I do like that. And I like, especially when it's tied into business and professional, but I don't, I definitely can see posts and things that I would absolutely not do, you know, <laughs> politics, Uh, for example, or, you know, uh, anything that's really highly personal, whether it's, you know, your health or your family, I just don't post that stuff. I mean, I I definitely leave that for Facebook. And I believe, you know, I I definitely keep LinkedIn professional, but a personal thread. But you see people, I've seen all kinds of things. And I, at first, I was upset about it, I guess. You know, I'd say, starting around 2017 is when it really started happening a lot, because that's when the the native video was introduced in this August of 2017. And people were doing all kinds of stuff on the native video. And it's, it's really now, of course, a lot of it is on the text posts. But I've decided that I'm not I'm not in judgment of anyone. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like if people that that's what they want to do. And a lot of people are having great success with it. Then let them do it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I just feel like that's, you know, we're all forging our own way. Yeah. Um, you know, I definitely don't wa- want to see pictures of pets. And fam- I mean, yeah. I love families. I love dogs and cats. Yeah. And I don't like seeing them on LinkedIn, but I'm not going to be in judgment of people that that decide to do it. That's just what I've decided. What do you think, Diane?
2: So I don't see it as much as I was seeing it for a period of time. And it could just be the people who I'm connected to that, that I'm not seeing it as much. I, um, I, I guess I'm with you. I don't think it's a good idea for people to be doing it, but if it's working for them, okay, great. Uh, I prefer just to stay away from it. I, I also agree with you that the personal, that there has to be a threat of personal because your personality has to come through. People do business with people. So you have to be able to do that. I just, you know, like what I counsel people about is you need to have a professional picture, not a picture with you and your grandkids. Right. I mean, there's like a line. So certain things I think. And then again, uh, people are gonna make the decision about what they're gonna do and they're gonna have the consequences from that as well. So there there are people who feel very strongly that they're gonna put their whole self out there. And if people don't like it, then they won't do business with them. Okay, I I can respect that. Well, you know, you bring up a great
0: point. I mean, it's a great point. It is a huge part of a person's brand. And in fact, you know, in my book, which you know, I had just updated, you know when i first wrote my book in 2016 i didn't really even talk about this but my new book which just you know i talked about this very topic that we're we're saying about that the idea of the personal and where do you draw the line because it has become a question now and it is a factor in how people think yeah. about you and your brand for sure
2: Yeah, yeah it is and it really can make a difference for people who feel very strongly one way or another and so you know, you have to decide. You, you just have to know that, I guess, is, is mm-hmm. really what it comes down to. You have to be aware that that people are going to make decisions based on that for themselves, and if, as long as you're okay with it, okay, great. Uh, you know, it, it's it's a big world. So, that that's that. Those are my sense. Now, let's talk about content. I, I have so many questions about this. How often, what kind, where should you know, how should people be doing it? What about these articles? Just, you know, content. Go for it.
0: Okay, well, that's a big that's a big topic. We could have like a whole this could be a whole episode of content, just so know. you know. All right. Um, so a couple I'll just say a couple highlights on content. Okay. So the, the, the first thing I'll say is that I love that there's so many options and so much variety now. So you can do a post, regular text post, you can add an image, you can add a link, you can write an article which is like a blog article, you can put a native video, you can do live video, you can do LinkedIn stories and you can do polls. I mean, how great is it? I don't even know if I forgot, I might've forgotten something, but it so. they, they just keep rolling out these amazing content features. And yeah. the the big news flash is all of those features and functionality, it's all completely free, all right? So yeah. that's, that's huge, that's it's yeah. absolutely huge. And um, you know, so as far as what's best, I think depends on the person. Yeah. Like if you love to write long form content, then the articles are gonna be great. If you, you know, everyone, some people love the, you know, gravitate toward the video. I think it's nice if you can mix it up. Oh, document posts, ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, document posts also came out, I believe in 2019, which is a PDF for PowerPoint. Um, so, you know, I think having some variety and is a good thing to do is to mix it up a little bit but most people tend to have sort of their favorites mm-hmm. and as far as how often it depends on the person i mean you went you know you want to post when you have something valuable to say if you have you're <laughs> right if you don't have something valuable to say then just hold off a few days and believe me i do that sometimes i'll say i'm just holding <laughs> off right now i don't I, you know that's that's fine that's cool
2: I love that. That is such great advice. Yes. Yes. Don't force it. Right. Yeah. It's going to come out wrong. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I just love that. And I got to tell you, Sandra, I, you know, I love your book. I love this conversation. And one of the things that I'm enjoying so much about it is how much you enjoy talking about it. (laughs) You can hear it in your voice. It's so much fun.
0: Oh, thanks. I, I have to, say, I do love it. I, I have, I have a lot of fun and I'm just lucky and fortunate that I've been able to have so much fun with it. It's been, yeah. it's been a blast.
2: Yeah, no doubt. And you know, they change things, so it keeps it fresh, right? Yeah. 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 So, oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for sharing this information. This is incredibly valuable for the listeners. And speaking of them, will you tell them how they can find you and, and your book and, you know, everything you've got going on, please?
0: Oh, great. Well, LinkedIn is the best place to find me. I mean, I am around, you know, all the different platforms, but LinkedIn is really my home base. And you would put in Sandra Long. And if you are having trouble, because there's my name is pretty common, try Sandra Long New York as a location to maybe help fine tune where you how you find me and my book is on amazon it's also on my featured. so if you come to my linkedin profile you just scroll down to my featured section and you can click right over to the book in, on amazon so and nice. i'm i would love to connect with people's you know you can either choose to follow me on linkedin or if you want to connect and send me a note you just click on the more and then that will take you so that you can actually connect and send me a note
2: Oh my gosh. So great. And I'm going to have to have you back because there are so many more questions that I have. I don't like to overwhelm people with a lot of information because then I, you know, they don't use it. Um, But there is so much more to really, you know, maximizing LinkedIn that, that I'm going to have you back so we can talk about some other parts of it.
0: That would be fun, Diane. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: Right on. Uh, and listeners, uh, you are who we're doing this for. So thank you. I think you got some great points and insights today. Please put them into effect. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, audible.com. Head on over to audibletrial.com slash growth, sign up for the free trial and go exploring. Exploring is always fun. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day.
1: 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico, because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
2: Me, 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 but also
0: you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, <laughs> Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, The only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. Yeah. The owl a of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive
1: cream. Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Do you love news about LinkedIn,
1: Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah.